Insight Global Health isn't just another staffing service. We're a team of dedicated partners that believe in the power of connecting people with opportunity. From the front line to the back office, we make hiring top healthcare talent easy. Hi everyone, this is Gracelyn Keller and thank you for tuning into the Becker's Healthcare Podcast Series, Diamonds in the Rough, Tap Into and Engage the Talent in Your Community. Today, I am pleased to be joined by Eric Rebracca, who is the Director of Clinical Servicing, and Rafael Castaneda, who is the Vice President of Workforce Development at MedCerts. Eric has over 10 years of experience in providing bedside healthcare to patients, progressive healthcare leadership, and provider operations at a large tertiary healthcare system. Since joining Insight Global Health in 2022, he is responsible for architecting sustainable staffing solutions for hospital systems across the country to solve the workforce shortage of today and the growing demand in the future. Rafael Castaneda has over 15 years of experience in education to strengthen strategic workforce initiatives. Before joining MedCerts, Castaneda served as the Chief Academic Officer and Dean of Education at CBD College, a private two-year allied health college in Los Angeles. He also worked as a strategy and innovation leader for Jobs of the Future, where his focus was crafting connections between post-secondary actors and thought leaders. Early in his career, Castaneda served as the Director of Academic Operations at the Katz School of Graduate and Professional Studies at Yeshiva University and as Managing Director of Online Operations for the University of Cincinnati's UC Online Program. He has also served as the Director of Strategic Partnerships at Ed2Go, a subsidiary of Cengage Learning-focused, non-credit, industry-recognized credential programs. Eric and Raphael, thanks for being here today. Sure. Thanks for having us. So let's jump in. Um, I'll have you both introduce yourselves, kind of explain a little bit about what Insight Global Health is and MedCerts is. Yeah, great. So thanks for having us. I'll start with who is Insight Global Health. Insight Global Health is one of the largest healthcare staffing agencies in the United States. We're really proud to be in the healthcare space. We really take our, our, our role passionately. We try to staff healthcare from front to back, where we focus on just not only allied health, but uh, C-suite. We look at contract, permanent placement, but really what makes us different and unique in, in the marketplace of staffing is we really want to be a disruptor and innovator. And we want to have solutions that are more long-term. We're not like everybody else. We see our healthcare partners struggling with workforce and we want to be a partner and a strategic collaborator in creating the workforce of the future, not just short-term staffing goals. Wonderful. And Raphael? Yeah, thanks again for having us. So MedCerts is a content training provider. We've been around since 2009. And as the name would indicate, it's medical certifications. Hmm. Essentially, what we do is we focus in on creating training programs, best-in-class training programs for technicians that work in an allied health setting. So surgical tech, pharmacy tech, whatever it may be, we want to make sure that there's somebody there to gain that knowledge, be able to do it in a very effective and efficient way that drives into our larger strategy of what's called K to job or K to career, meaning that we believe that somebody should be able to go through the entire K to 12 experience, have very good insights into what sort of careers they want to get into, um, have a very clear and transparent pathway as it moves into employment, and then ultimately as they continue their educational journey into a degree. So our job we see is to partner with great groups like Insight Global to be able to find people to be able to get them jobs and and be able to ultimately just have a very transparent opportunity to continue their their life forward. Well, thank you both for being here. And let's jump in by starting the discussion with the top issue you're experiencing related to staffing and then how you're approaching that. Yeah, 
you know, we could probably use all the buzzwords that everyone at this conference is using around workforce is hard to find, it's expensive and all those things. From my perspective, uh, the number one challenge we're seeing in the healthcare space right now related to staffing is leaders not being bold enough and coming up with creative solutions for the future. We're seeing a lot of folks admire the problem, talk about the problem, hypothesize about the problem, and no one is out there really just grabbing the problem and trying to make a difference with it. And so for us, as, as we've seen like all the buzzwords happen, for us, it's really about um, how do we rally around what's actually going on in the workforce? And let's spread an idea out there, a goal out there, and let's attack it. And so everyone knows the struggles out there around workforce creation and staffing shortages and all those things that are going to happen today and in the future. But for us, the biggest problem is being bold, going out there and being aggressive and trying something and trying to make a difference. And for us, that's where we see our, ourselves in the space of let's go out there, be bold, let's have a solution and let's see if it works. Let's just put it out there and see if we can create something different that uh, will help our healthcare partners in the future. You know, during the pandemic, we saw hospitals show up differently. I used to be a director in a large emergency department, and uh, we rallied every single day. We created new solutions every single day. But when it came to workforce, we stopped short. We just admired it. And so now I think that's our opportunity in, in the industry is to go find new talent and build new talent and let more people have the opportunity in healthcare that so many have enjoyed previously. I mean, I would echo a lot of a lot of what Eric talked about. I think that there are a lot of ideas and theories that are out there. You know, we run into apprenticeships a lot. And if you ask 10 people how to define that, they might come up with 10 different definitions. We really look at it through the eye of the learner. And, you know, how, how can we accommodate inside of the landscape, the pivots that we've seen over the last four to five years, where students are saying, we're not going into debt to go to a four-year degree that's going to have an unknown outcome. They've made that very clear. So our approach has always been, how can we get you a job in the fastest, most effective way possible? And that's through certification training. And certification training will get you a great frontline job, but it shouldn't be the end of your journey, right? And it should be very clear, like what comes next? So we've really tried to look at it from that is, okay, once a student comes through a training program, what happens then? So specifically around staffing, there's a lot of we don't know that are that answer there. And, and employers are desperate for frontline staffing. They don't really have, I guess, you know, again, I don't want to sound critical, but they ne haven't necessarily come up with anything that's different than what we saw in the last five to 10, 15 years, sign-on bonuses and things like that. So what we believe is that there's a way to have partnerships and consortiums that can build more of that into providing employers with that frontline talent in a more effective, transparent pathway. And so that's why we're really excited about our, you know, our partnership with Insight Global is they kind of pick up the baton where we hand it to them, if we're talking about a relay, and take it into that employer ecosystem where those open jobs are there. And we're really just connecting the learner with a job that already exists in a more effective way. And most importantly, it's not theory. It's a model that works today. And we can actually show statistics around how many people are taking that initial role. But then almost more importantly, how many are there two years later? That's really important to employers as well. I've sat in several meetings today and they're like, how do we keep them sticky, right? That word sticky. How do we keep somebody sticky when they come on and then they stay? And ultimately their internal culture is up to them, but we just want to be able to give the student the opportunity to look for and see a very transparent pathway. And so we're just excited to have this partnership so we can get more people jobs that are open and they're waiting for them in a more effective way. 
Absolutely. And you teed me up perfectly for okay. the next question. So I'd love for you to kind of explain how this problem drove your two organizations to come together. So one of the things we were really struggling with is healthcare partners were coming to us saying, we need large numbers of allied health. And if you go to the market today, you're going to have a hard time finding them. They're either already employed or they're considering leaving the workforce altogether. And so we we knew we needed to do something different. We wanted to be bold. We wanted to try to create something that was going to be more long-term. And so we started looking for partners out there that could complement our weakness. We're great at finding people. We're great at finding people that want to try something different, that want to grow their career, but that's our swim lane. And so we had to find a partner that not only matched our values, but also complemented the problem we were trying to solve for. And we want to create a workforce Well, we can find people, but we have a really hard time educating. And that's not our native genius. And so for us, it was trying to stay within our lane of we're talent finders, we're talent uh, developers. Let's find someone that can actually help us uh, grow a workforce. And that, that's how we got connected. Continuing on with the complementary theme, if you will, I, th I think that it's a good relationship. MedCerts has, you know, 60,000 alumni at any one time. We're going to have between 12 to 15,000 students currently in program in every zip code in the country. So what better way to partner with a group who can then plug those graduates into open jobs in every zip code in the country? That's not what we do. If you spend more than 10 minutes with me, you'll hear me say something like, we don't want to compete or cannibalize. We want to supplement and complement which I think is, is a great way to think about not only organizations like Insight Global, how can we supply them with certified talent, but how can we also then not compete with colleges and universities who have historically been the providers of, of these learners, but we do it in a more effective way that doesn't draw away from them or create some level of challenge for them and their employer partners. So complementing and supplementing and not cannibalizing is really where we kind of came to this relationship with is, again, going back to the analogy of a, of a baton pass, how can we find the students, train them? get them certified and then pass them to our partners to go place them into open roles. It feels like a really good synergy. And most importantly, a clear, transparent pathway for the learner as they move from learner to employee. And Raphael, with MedCerts, you've been in this industry. So what trends have you seen or what's your experience developing healthcare talent? I think the first thing is, is that no one cares what allied health, according to MedCerts is, <laughs> that's, that's not relevant to them. The number one thing that we always focus on when it comes to our career training programs is that we, we have to have a credentialing authority. So this is allied health medical assisting according to the National Health Career Association. This is pharmacy technicians according to the PTCB. This is surgical tech according to the NCCT. In every single one of our programs, there's a credentialing authority. That adds a couple things, credibility, value, and most importantly, a belief and a trust that an employer can have that this person at least has been exposed to the type of competencies that they need to do the job. Because imagine it being an employer and worried about, do I need to up my insurance premiums because this person might make a mistake in a surgical theater? That's very concerning. So MedCerts has always approached it with, we don't really care what your background is, whether you come from high school, an American Job Center, Google, wherever that may be, we want you to enter into a high quality program, get a certification that an employer can trust, will at least enable you to, to express your competencies and mastery of those competencies in a work environment. It's something that I think has, has really done 
us well long-term. And then also all of our programs are, uh, you can transfer them for credit into a college degree. So what that does is that allows a learner to get a certification, go work full-time, and then when they're ready, transfer into a higher level degree and continue their academic journey into maybe nursing as we look at other areas inside of the allied health space that are really suffering from staffing shortages. Yeah, that's a excellent way to, I think, become part of the healthcare field without initially going to school for that four-year degree. So wonderful to hear about that. And then my final question for you guys today is, what is upskilling and how do you picture upskilling revolutionizing the healthcare provider industry? I'll take the first part of like, what actually is it for us? And, and uh, Raphael's done a great job kind of referencing a baton. And uh, so how the program literally works is we learn from our clients, whether it's a hospital or a physician office or wherever the, the setting might be, we learn from our partners what exactly the certification is that someone's looking for. And rather than going to the marketplace and saying like, you know, is this person out there today? We don't do that. We actually look for who's got a passion and an appetite to enter the, the wonderful passion and profession of healthcare. And so we don't have to go and recruit anymore for years of experience and certification. We can go look for who, do, who has the right aptitude, passion, and desire to learn something as transformational and important as healthcare. And so once we have the certification needed or the skill set needed, we then go recruit wherever it may be in a zip code, in a state. The other thing we try to do in the process is to really reflect the community of what that community actually looks like. And so right now in healthcare, we know that our workforce does not always look like the patient population. And so this process allows us to actually try to diversify the workforce and find those people um, and give them the opportunity so that in the future, we might actually improve the health outcomes that we were trying to improve. So uh, once we find the folks and we're able to match the workforce, what, what we're hoping our clients and our partners want, then we pass them off into uh, our partners with med certs and, and they kind of take over. They're experts in education. We're great at people development. They're great at education. And once they're enrolled, they really don't let Raphael share. They do a great job managing the, the, the learner. Uh, they have excellent pass rates in their program. We sort of try to take over just how can we coordinate the entire process and create a great experience for not only our healthcare partner, but our learner. And at the end of it, they get to go to work in a job in a profession that uh, needs the help right now. They're likely going to come into the role with passion and excitement to do something different that might not exist today. Another word that I would use for upskilling is investment. You know, yeah. I, I look at it in two different ways. You have an employer who has a dramatic need to recruit new staff, whether that's because they're a victim of churn or just, you know, you have people leaving for whatever reason. I think that the market's been very clear that workers, employees are expecting very specific things. So you have students who expect things from their training providers or their colleges or universities, and you have employees that are expecting very different things from their employers than we've experienced in the last 10 years. In my mind, I think that the talent acquisition pipeline is something that we've already touched on is how do you find somebody who's nascent to this environment? They've never done this before. Great. There's a pathway for them there. Upskilling in my mind is what do you do for your current employees? You know, what do you do for your current team members? And a lot of employers don't necessarily think about what that is. So even if you have somebody that's, you know, very experienced, 25 years in the, in the field and could probably pass one of our exams in like a week, 
does that mean that you shouldn't offer them some sort of training programs that help them get certified that can, you know, they can then make more money and go live life in a different way? Like, for me, it's twofold. It's not only do you have your talent acquisition pipelines that you need to be cognizant of, but you also have your learning and development for your current staff. So in, in my mind, upskilling isn't just about let's recruit you today under a false promise, but let's recruit you into something that's going to work. You're not going to go into debt for this. You have future academic opportunities from a transfer perspective, but also equally or most importantly, what are you doing for your current staff? You know, why would they not go work for your competitor outside of simply a dollar relationship? Let's have it be something that's more culturally driven, people from lots of different backgrounds, you know, everyone leaning into the larger solutions. I, I think in, in that regard, if employers look at upskilling as investment, their ROI will actually be higher long term because they've showed that they're willing to do this for their staff, both new and existing. I think it's a really important thing to do because you can't just worry about how many people am I putting into the field today, but how many people are you putting into the field next year? And are those going to be the same people the year after that? So retention is something that we track with our employers. We think it's really important that people stick around after they take that first year job at a very high percentage, because that speaks to the culture that employer is building. And if they're serious about upskilling, they'll invest in their staff, both new and, and current. And the last part of that question that, that I wanted to touch on brief is how is it going to revolutionize? I think this will transform how we staff and employ healthcare in the future. We're used to as healthcare practitioners, we're used to people coming to us and we're used to not having to maybe, maybe we reach out one year into their graduation. We now have to start thinking about recruitment in grade school in high school and at the entry level. And I, I think building the pathways and the pipeline now early gives healthcare an opportunity to survive and thrive three years, five years, 10 years out. So that way it's affordable, efficient, safe, and great healthcare in the future. I really believe in this solution is gonna change the game and give us all a chance to uh, continue our great healthcare in this country. Wonderful. Well, Eric and Raphael, thank you so much for your time today and the great discussion. Thank you. Thank you. I'd also like to thank Insight Global Health as well for sponsoring this episode. And you can tune into more podcasts from the Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page. Have a wonderful rest of your day.